Welcome to Confident AF, the unapologetic podcast that connects you to the woman that you are destined to be. My name's Jenna O'Keefe, I'm the UK's leading confidence and breathwork coach, and I'm going to guide you to release good girl energy, to say goodbye to self-doubt and imposter syndrome for good, so that you can finally take your power back. You were not put on this planet to play small, so take a deep breath, roll your shoulders back, and let's dive in. Hello and welcome to Confident AF with your host, Jenna O'Keefe. Last week, even though I was so fucking sick, (laughs) you can probably still hear I'm a little bit bunged up now, even though I was so fucking sick and I lost my voice, (laughs) um, we still had a phenomenal week in business. So we onboarded 19 brand new clients last week, which was incredible considering (laughs) I couldn't even talk. Even sending a voice, even sending voice notes to um, my VA Sarah was such a challenge (laughs) but we got through and it was just so incredible to know that even though I was so poorly like the business was still doing really really well it was just such a nice it was just such a nice reflection and I'm just so excited to bring on so many new clients at the moment because really as we're recording this so it's December at the moment I think people are really starting to think about you know what do I want to achieve next year what do I want to make happen actually what is the success that I want to create in my life and you know one of the quickest ways to accelerate your success is to invest in a mentor that has done it that has done it not just with herself but hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different clients businesses across my corporate experience across my coaching experience across my mentorship experience and really when you invest in a mentor that you connect with that has been through that they can give you the answers far quicker than you figuring it out on your own and so this is why my clients have such accelerated success in their businesses i mean my one-to-one client vicky within six weeks of setting up her business had signed her first two high ticket clients and had got featured in vogue for instance my other um, one-to-one client and mastermind client emily i mean her incredible success has just been phenomenal she went from feeling imposter syndrome to actually healing it on such a level that she has created her own confidence coaching company and supports um, leaders in education and in schools to work on their confidence. Like the results are absolutely phenomenal. And really, if you think about it, if you don't invest in mentorship or don't invest in plugging those gaps, yes, you might still get there. However, you're going to have to figure everything out the hard way and the long way. And so Really, if you are looking to accelerate your success, now is a fantastic time to jump in and to ask for support. There's so many different packages that we have at the moment. We've actually just launched the Made For More membership, which is a really great way if you are just looking to dip your toe in. It's a really great way to connect with other like-minded people, but also get that strategic support on your business and start moving the needle forward. Or if you're ready to go all in and partner up, I would suggest taking a look at my mastermind or my one-to-one packages. There's so many different things that you can jump into. So this is a really great time. It's a really, really great time. And I love this time of year so much. As we come into December, 
we start really reflecting on the year that we have had, but also we start looking forward. Like I love the fresh start of a January. I'm quite lucky as well because my birthday is the 23rd of December, so just before Christmas. So this time of year really feels like a fresh start as we start to move into the new season of January and the new calendar year and a new age year for me. Um, so yeah, it's a beautiful time and a beautiful time to get support and start moving the needle forward on your business. So let's jump into today's topic then, today's theme. We are talking about high performance. So high performance is something that I have a lot of experience in. As I was managing teams for 10 years in the corporate world, and also obviously with all my mentorship experience that I bring to the table now, but I'm gonna give you like a full plethora of things that you can take away and also things that you need to think about. Because really when you're setting up your business, you know, you're gonna be working with lots of different suppliers, whether they be social media managers, designers, assistants, and you really need to know how to get high performance, not just for yourself, but for your team too. So when I talk about high performance, if you're like, I don't really know what you're talking about, high I see high performance as creating success, moving the needle forward and innovating but consistently. So this is about getting off the emotional roller coaster that is your business right now and actually creating consistent success, right? So that is what I see as high performance. And I'm gonna to talk to you about how I got that for how I created that environment, an environment of high performance for the team that I, that, for the teams that I have managed in the corporate world and how I do that with my suppliers now in my business and also how I do that for myself. There is like a kind of secret recipe to success here that not enough people are talking about. You know, lots of people are talking about marketing, lots of people are talking about sales, and really like that, all of that stuff is great, but you need to make sure that you are creating the foundation so that you can hit this consistently so you're not having a really great month one month and the next month kind of teetering off because you're exhausted. So let me talk to you a little bit about um, managing like high performing teams. So when I um, when I first kind of joined the corporate world, I was actually really, really lucky that I, I had been working, for, I'd already been working for a long time. So I've talked to you before about how actually I started in sales when I was 13 and my mum taught me how to sell. Like my mum is like a far better salesperson than I am. <laughs> she's like, honestly, this woman could sell ice to an Eskimo. Like she's such a saleswoman. Um, but not in a kind of, not in a salesy, icky way, but she is just phenomenal at sales. That's always been her thing. And so my mom trained me in sales when I was 13 and I was selling for, I, I had various different sales jobs from 13 all the way till 18, um, actually all the way until 21 until I graduated. And then when I graduated, I, um, I had a job, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't fantastic. And I knew I knew that I really, really wanted to work at this particular brand. Um, and that brand was Macmillan Cancer Support. So Macmillan Cancer Support is the second biggest charity in the UK. And it's a cause that is really close to my heart. And it was just somewhere that I really, really, really wanted to work. And I had my heart set on it. So I went for job interview after job interview after job interview, like I would not give up. And every single time it was, no, 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 you're not quite right. Or always very pleasant and always... Um, always very lovely, but my experience wasn't quite matching. So 
I knew exactly what experience I needed to get. So I went away for eight months. I got that experience at another company and then I came back and interviewed again. And so when I interviewed again, I was 22 and the job that I was interviewing for was for a managerial position, managing a team of, I think five at the time. And I mean, I just got lucky, you know, I was 22 and the people that I were managing were way into their thirties. And so that could have been quite challenging. I mean, it was very challenging. However, you know, I was ready for it and I was hungry and I wanted this more than anything. So I always remember the two people that interviewed me. I'm still, um, I'm still in contact with them now. And I genuinely, um, hang so much of the success on my career on just the fact that they gave me a chance because I had no manager's experience, like nothing. And, you know, I think it's always nice to pay that back and to thank people when, um, when they have kind of given you a bit of a shot. But so I got this job and I was managing a team of five, like five women in their (laughs) thirties. And I kind of rocked up being 22 and I learned very quickly how to create a high performing team. And so I'm not going to go into this in like loads and loads and loads of detail in terms of how I manage people older than me, because I don't think that's really quite relevant. However, I've managed various different teams from different corporate jobs that I have had. So I was managing people for nine years before I left to go self-employed. And I learned so much about how to work with people and how to get the best out of them. And this was something I was always really, really good at. And I think it's because I learned very, very quickly that creating a high performing team isn't about outputs and results. Creating a high performing team is about creating the happiest team in that organization. Because when you create a happy team that trusts each other, that's all moving forward in the right direction, that feels inspired and passionate and driven and can see their part in what they are doing, that's when you create high performance. So for instance, I mean, this has happened in every single team that I have managed. Every single team that I have managed, they have been one of the most, they have been one of the highest performing teams in that company and in that organization. And that isn't because I am kind of saying, you know, what did this campaign get? What did this campaign get? What, how much money did we make here? No, it was really about creating this environment where everybody felt safe, everybody knew their pl- everybody knew their place and felt seen in that. Everybody's experiences were taken into account and they were focusing on what they loved to do rather than building on their weaknesses, which is a corporate thing that I absolutely can't stand. And that really created high performance. And what what would always happen is my peers would be, my peers who had similar sized teams would be all focused on results, would be all focused on how much money we were making, would be all focused on the metrics and the numbers. And quite often they just couldn't understand why my team were perform were outperforming to such a level, why my team was so innovative, why my team was so kind of excited and passionate. And really it's about creating that happiness, right? It's about creating that joy and excitement because when you focus in on the joy and excitement and the passion and the drive, the rest all comes with it. There's there's scientific research to show that when you are happy, well rested and looking after yourself, you are like 60% more likely to take on a challenging problem. Whereas actually if you are stressed, you're not sleeping well and you're not feeling good in yourself, you actively avoid complicated problems. So when you're thinking about team management, 
or even thinking about this for yourself, the thing that you need to be focusing in on is being well rested, feeling joy and happiness and focusing in on that and also focusing in on your strengths, focusing in on what you're really, really good at, then you are far more statistically likely to take on a challenging problem. You are far more statistically likely to innovate and to think differently and to feel passionate and to outperform what everybody else is doing. And so this was really the secret source that I don't think enough people tap into. So many people are focused on the end result. So many people are focused on the output, but really the output does not matter. Like, honing in on the output doesn't create success and so think about this from your business then because it's likely you know you don't have a team of 10 right now however you can think about this from your perspective in terms of how you are managing yourself if you are constantly looking at your business and constantly looking at how much money you have made month on month if you are constantly looking at how did this perform how many likes did this get? How much engagement did this get? You're focusing in on the wrong things because you're automatically only going to feel success when you are validated by something outside yourself. And remember, business is not personal. You need to get this out of your head that business is personal. It's really, really not. Business is a science. And with any science, you have to fail in order to learn, right? Do you think a chemist would be like, oh, my experiment didn't work. Oh no, no. <laughs> the chemist would be like, how interesting. This didn't, this didn't work. Why didn't this work? What was the reaction here? What, what happened? What can we change? And so you really need to think, start thinking about your business in terms of this way. And instead of focusing so hard on the output, instead of focusing so hard on how much money did this make? How many people said I'm in? How, you know, how many people liked this? What was the engagement? What do people think about it? If you're only focusing in on that and you're completely ignoring the fact that actually you're not well rested, you're not happy, you're not experiencing joy, you're never going to create a successful, stable business and you're never going to create high performance. Because high performance isn't just getting there once, high performance is feeling it every single day. High performance is a lifestyle choice and you really have to think about how you are prioritizing your energy in order to create that, right? It's time to step out of being, you know, self-employed and instead step into the CEO mindset. Because I guarantee the best CEOs that you are seeing from the leading brands, they're not running ragged. They're not, you know, crying over the fact that they had a low income month. They're not constantly berating themselves for their social media engagement. No, they're thinking ahead they're focusing in on their energy, they're focusing in on high performance and how they can create it for themselves and for their organisation. So this is something I really want you to sit with, I really want you to almost audit yourself on this. You know, if you're not feeling like you are in that zone of high performance, what is it that's blocking you? And I guarantee it's always the simplest things, right? Are you sleeping enough? Are you working out? Are you prioritising your relationships? Are you prioritising fun? Or actually, are you just sitting behind your laptop late into the night or most of the weekend and actually starting to lose yourself? And I think this is something that you can also think with the suppliers that you're working with in your business, right? So you're going to be working with lots of different people as your business starts to grow. Like maybe you are working with designers, maybe you are working with a social media team, maybe you're working with an ads agency, maybe you're working with a, a virtual assistant or an OBM. 
And it's really, really important to learn how to get the best out of your suppliers. And this doesn't mean um, being in that kind of good girl energy of just saying yes to everything. Like, absolutely not. You know, when I've been leading teams and when I work with suppliers in my business, if something isn't right, you have to feed that back, right? So that you can grow together. And it's learning about feeding back from um, an emotionally neutral place. However, if you are working with suppliers, or even if you're working with a mentor or a coach, for instance, you want to focus in on being the best fucking client that that supplier is working with. You want to focus in on being the best client that that supplier works with. Why? Because again, it's exactly the same thing. When that supplier loves working with you, when that social media agency, um, that coach, that OBM, if that person really, really loves working with you as a client, you are going to get a better service, right? Whose Voxer messages do you think they're going to answer first, right? Whose work do you think they're going to answer first? Whose work do you think they're going to be thinking about on the weekend when they see something that reminds them of, of your business? And so... Again, with working with agencies and things, not enough people are thinking about this. And this is something that I learned very quickly from working in an advertising agency. We had a whole plethora of clients, right, working in this advertising agency. And some of these clients would would be so rude and would like bust our balls for absolutely no reason with the lowest budgets. And it was all just kind of, um, it was interesting, it was all just kind of like a power trip, right? Like you could see these people had maybe only just got into management or only just got into or only just got hold of a budget and they would make their agencies jump through all of these hoops and it was so silly because you look at it from an agency perspective and it's like that is like the worst (laughs) that's the worst place to be like yes you might get your agency into a meeting yes they will show up for you however are they going to bend over backwards for your account fuck no (laughs) no they will do like the absolute bare minimum to serve that account right because they don't enjoy working on it they're not being led by fun and joy and it doesn't feel like a nice place for them to be and so it's no different in your business treat your suppliers with that same energy how can you like how can you be the best fucking client that that supplier works with right how can you go above and beyond for your supplier how can you make it so much easier for them Because if you're making it easier for your suppliers, if you're making it easier for your team, trust me, the level of service that you are going to get is going to be significantly higher, right? You do not want to make life hard for your team, for your suppliers, you know, for your coaches and mentors. And that is going to create high performance, right? That's going to create high performance for your suppliers on your business. So there's so like... Essentially, this is like we're talking about the same thing, but just in so many different aspects of your life. And you can take this to your personal life as well. If you're still working in your nine to five, you can take this here. And really, it's about focusing in on how can you be the best that you can be for yourself, for your business, for your clients, but also for your suppliers too. Because when you marry all of that up and you're feeling good and you're feeling creative and you're feeling joy and you're feeling the fun, trust me, that output that you are so concerned about will just take care of itself because you will be leaning in to such a level of high performance that everything just starts to flow naturally. So some questions for you, like bring up your notes out, bring up a Google Doc. 
How can you start prioritizing more fun and joy? Where are the gaps in terms of you looking after yourself? And what action are you gonna take off the back of this episode? There are two people that listen to my podcast, right? There's the people that just listen and they're like, oh, I love that and never take any action. And then there's the people that are listening, they'll listen again, they'll get up the notes app, they'll take the action and they'll move the needle forward. And they are getting like mastermind level results from listening to a free resource, which is my podcast. Which one do you wanna be? (laughs) Right? You can change your life by implementing these steps. Like I definitely have. So go and do it, right? Go and create that high performance. And in 2024, let this be like the most high performing year of your career. Like let's fucking do it. So if you are looking to draw in more fun, more joy, more excitement, more energy into your business, I would 1000% check out the Made For More membership. So fun and joy is really at the heart of this membership and it's about connecting like-minded individuals who are ready to move the needle forwards on their businesses whilst cheering each other on, whilst creating a community that are thriving together. This is the most beautiful space on the internet. We are actually kicking off this membership this week, which is so exciting. So you can join us right now for less than hundred pounds a month. And every month you are gonna be invited to three incredible calls that are gonna help you transform your life and your business. And we also are gonna do quarterly in-person socials. So this isn't just logging into a Zoom room and seeing people that you're never gonna see again. This is about creating real life friendships, real life connections real life joy and fun and experiences and so you can be walking into your most powerful confident abundant year yet in 2024 so come and join us the women in there are absolutely incredible you're gonna love them and i cannot wait to support you have a really amazing week and we'll see you next week or next week's episode out of all of the podcasts that you could have listened to today, you chose mine. So I just want you to know I am so grateful that you are here. If you enjoyed it, please do take just 10 seconds to leave me a review. It makes such a difference. And until the next episode, let's hang out on Instagram. You can come and find me at jennaokeith.co, slide in my DMs and let me know what you thought of today's episode.